Podcast. This is Matt Chalapa, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalapa, and today is Wednesday, July 7th, 2021, and it's been a very, very busy day. I think they're all busy at this point. I mean, it's just been, it's been hectic, and I've gotten a lot done at work, and I think a lot of it's been translating into my business whenever I get time to work on it. It's just that these past couple of weeks, like really this past week and then last week, have just been super, super stacked with work because I, I've had a lot going on at my day job and then my girlfriend's been home, so I've been hanging out with her in the evenings and stuff. So once these weeks are over, which I'm not looking forward to, obviously, her leaving and stuff, but I am I am excited to continue to work on my business, I'm thinking that it's going to be extremely, extremely productive because I've just learned a lot in the past couple of months that's really kind of contributed to me being able to look at how I want to scale my business and and what I'm looking to do with it. So the one thing that I was doing today to kind of really help and figure out what I need to do with my business and, and I guess to help my business was to look into virtual assistants more and figure out if there are any that are worth hiring. And I went on Upwork.com. There's three main virtual assistant sites. There's Upwork, Fiverr, and then OnlineJobs.ph. There's some other ones. So those aren't the only three, but those are the main three that I hear people talk about. Upwork and Fiverr are the most common ones. And then OnlineJobs.ph is a little bit less common. And I believe it's because there's an entry fee to online jobs. So like when you do OnlineJobs.ph, you can you can make a listing and then it has to be under review by the like by them. And once you make the listing that you're looking for a VA, you will get job applications, but you will not be able to reach out to the people unless you pay $70 per month in order to have the ability to message people, which is like kind of crazy. I mean, that's a decent amount of money. I get it that it's not that much. Once you find somebody for your team, like it's well worth it if you can find somebody who's good for your team. But at the same time, 70 bucks for a month, I mean, that's a pretty high fee. So that's the one thing that I think holds a lot of people back. Other than the fact that it's in the Philippines and that's just not as as broad, I guess, as Upwork and Fiverr where you can hire people out of the U.S., I believe, in both and then out of other countries as well. So that's kind of the, the one drawback there. But the fees are usually, I mean, the cost to hire somebody is usually cheaper with respect to what you'll be paying them per hour on onlinejobs.ph because usually paying them around two to three bucks an hour, sometimes more depending on what sort of work they're doing, but it's much cheaper than Upwork where, I mean, I'm looking at the minimum being five bucks an hour and that's fine. I think you can negotiate down a little bit if you really want to. I'm going to see what I can figure out. Maybe I'm looking at roughly doing like five to six bucks an hour and just testing it out, seeing if I like it. If I like the VA, it'll be well worth the money. And then from there, I can either keep them or look into bringing somebody else on anyways. So we'll see. I, I'm, I'm excited about it, but I've just been looking a lot and Notice that there's actually like a lot of people that claim to be qualified to list on eBay. And after digging into it more, realizing that maybe they're not qualified to list on eBay or maybe going through and trying to figure out like what is the most stringent qualifications I could put on this this thing to like on the filters on the site to try and figure out who is the best fit for me. And it seems like I found a few people. I'm gonna have to reach out to them once all this, these, these couple of weeks are over. Maybe next week actually, I'll be able to reach out to them, see if I can get them on an interview and then Maybe if I like them, give them a couple test items, maybe something that I would like to test them with. 
and then from there we can go on and, and try and figure it out. But that's what I'm looking at right now. It's just trying to maybe test a couple people, see if I like them, pick the one that's the best at what I need them to do, which is listing and bookkeeping, and then move on from there and continue to scale my business. And that's a big step for me because once I can bring in one VA and figure out how to work with them and stuff, I'm excited to bring in more. And that applies to everything. Like you could do that with anything. Once you kind of learn the ropes for getting a VA involved with your business, you would have a VA involved with whatever you need them to do. I mean, handling emails or, or like anything like, like if you have a, a job that for some reason you could, could outsource some of the, the work that you do if a lot of the stuff's tedious or not very efficient or something like that, you could totally, totally get yourself a lot of free time. And that's what it's really about. I mean, if I could take 90% of the things in my job and only do the 10% or the 20% and, do the, and outsource 80%, I would because I could probably outsource it cheaper and I could probably... I could probably have more time to work on the 20% and have time left over to work on my business. So I mean, that's just the way that I think. And I don't think a lot of people realize that there is really very few things that you do in a day that are very important, but you need to do them all or you're not doing your job correctly in your employer's eyes. So that's just kind of what I'm looking at right now. Now, obviously with the job I have right now, I, I can't really outsource anything, nor would I. I think it would be a, <laughs> I think it would be a massive security risk to start outsourcing things in my regular job. But it is something where I've heard a lot of people do it and it's just that the way that my job's set up right now, I actually have to be there and I have to be in the plant and stuff like that. I'm not going to outsource that across the across the globe or something. It's just not possible. So either way though, in the future, if I were to either have a different job or I were to have something more conducive to that, it would be, it would be cool to try it because I've seen a lot of people have great success doing that. And essentially they're making almost like almost passive income because they're having somebody else do the work for them. They check it over, they turn it in and it's them basically getting their job done quicker and more efficient and more time efficient, making more money because they have more time. That's just like, that's what it's about. So I don't know. That's just what I've been thinking about, but that's what I've been working on recently, mainly finding a VA for my business and then being able to, once I have them in place, be able to scale, bring in more VAs as time goes on. Once things get too busy, bring in another VA and, and really try and scale my business uh, to be able to make money without me needing to be there all the time. And Obviously, the one drawback with VAs is they're not in person, so you can't have them do your shipping or your phot photography for you, but those are things that I can work out down the line, mainly getting things listed, getting some bookkeeping done, and then we can go from there. I'll be able to, I mean, even providing them with stock photos and stuff like that or having them find their stock photos, send them the, if I buy something on walmart.com, send them the Walmart link, say, hey, grab the photos off of this or find what this item is on eBay right now, make a listing for it. I, I bought 10 of them please list this up and we'll be good to go and, and make the draft or whatever. And then whenever it comes in, all I have to do is list, like hit the list button, I'm good to go. That would save me a lot of time. My big hold up right now is I can buy stuff all day, but I can't list it fast enough because I get home, I got a lot of other stuff I need to do, and then I get to working on eBay and working on that business that I have. And it's not like I'm trying to grow it, so I'm trying to learn more and try and figure out more things that I can add to it, but I also need to work on the the daily things that aren't as important and aren't going to make me more money in the future. There's like a lot of things and you only have a limited amount of time each day, so that's something I'm excited to do, outsource that and then move on to more important things, keep learning and continue to grow my business and grow in general. So that's what I've been working on right now and um it's just been, it's been interesting. It's been a lot of fun though. I think once I can get it down, I'll be able to have a good process for finding virtual assistants and bringing them on. And that's right now trying to figure out the best way to bring on somebody to my team 
basically make a team and then bring them on and then that way I can use them to to benefit the business, bring on more people as time goes on and really start to scale things up. So looking at right now, it's been a little bit of a busy day, but the one thing that I've been thinking about today and I wanted to touch on really quickly is the fact that we have we have a very amazing opportunity here with, with eBay businesses. And, and let me just give you a small taste of what I'm talking about. So when I listen to Pure Hustle Podcast, the one guy, uh, his name's Rolando. I think he has about 3,000 items in his eBay store, which is crazy. I mean, that is 30 times the size of my store, like almost 30 times, maybe a little bit less because I think he has less than 30 times, like less than 3,000 items. And I, I hover around 150 items. So maybe it's actually 20 times, right? But either way, he has a lot of items in his store and he sells things daily. And he's at a point where I think he said he didn't list for like two or three weeks because he was in a move, but he was moving his, his house and his inventory. And he didn't list anything for two or three weeks. And he was still making sales every day, making consistent sales, making high profit sales every day. And I really haven't been listing much either. I have been doing my daily relist, which is like, I'll take items that are about to end. I hit the end button. Then I also go to sell similar on a different tab in Chrome. I will sell them, uh, I will hit sell somewhere, they will sell, um, I'll, I'll be able to make like a new listing for them and then end the, the old listings and relist them as a new listing. And I believe that, that is way more beneficial than just letting eBay automatically relist itself. And, and you may lose watchers and all that, but I don't really think it matters. So that is what I would do and it works really well for me. It, it kind of triggers the algorithm a little bit. It gives me more views on some of my other items. I've just had a lot of success with it. So that's what I do every day, I think like eight o'clock in the morning. So that's what I do and it works really well. And he he was basically saying, hey, I haven't listed anything in two or three weeks. I've been making a ton of sales. And that's basically what I've been doing. I really haven't been listing anything new. And I made a few sales today where probably the profit's going to be well over a hundred bucks. Not crazy, right? That's not that's not really like where I want to be at. But I haven't done anything with my eBay store in, in a week and a half at all. Like I haven't really touched it at all. I haven't been around to do anything with it. My girlfriend's been home. I've been hanging out with her in my free time and I've been working like crazy at work in my other, like in work time. And in between that, I will do some reading and I'll work out at home. And that's really my whole day. Like other than the the like five to six hours of sleep I get a night, that is it. And I'm thinking about it going, I made $100 doing literally nothing today. And like that's, that's incredible. That's an incredible, incredible thing. And I thought, what if my store was significantly bigger? What if I had a lot more items in my store? Would I be able to sell more? And the answer is yes, I would be able to sell more. Now that would require a lot more space. That would probably require a lot more capital because I'm doing a lot more new items and stuff like that. But the point still remains that if you can make $100 with 150 items, you can make $100 passively, which it's not passive 100% because I'm, I'm basically doing a lot of the work up front and then shipping and stuff at the end. So there's some work involved, but today I didn't do anything with it and I still made over a hundred bucks. And I just thought, what would this look like if I could do this and I could take a step away, even for a week, even for a couple weeks or a month and say, I don't need to be here for this. I have somebody in charge of shipping. I have somebody in charge of taking photos. I have somebody in charge of doing my sourcing and I have somebody in charge of doing my, my listing for me. What would that look like? And and it's just so crazy because that's a very, very, very doable thing. If you put the right people in the right places, if you put a system in place where those people cannot fail and you find the right people, you find the people who are very good at what they do, you bring them in, you teach them what you do, and then you get them to do it. There's like, there are ways you can fail, but you will have a much greater chance of being successful that way than 
running a ragtag business pretty much like a lot of us start out running. I mean, we don't know what we're doing running a business. None of us have ever run a business. And now I'm reading, like I've been reading a lot about how people operate, how people run businesses, listening to a lot of business podcasts and just good like mindset podcasts that a lot of high profile business people do. And the same things run true every time. They outsource, they understand what their metrics are, they understand how to keep themselves accountable by having somebody keep them accountable and they're always learning. Like these are like very, very core truths and they have an amazing vision that they understand very well and can convey to others. Like these are the five things. Like if I could do five things well and among other things, being able to have a vision for where I want my business to go, being able to understand how to put the right people in the right places for that or the right seats, as Jim Collins says, I think in From Good to Great is the book. Really, really good book, by the way. And then moving from that and being able to not only do that, but being able to hold yourself accountable and say, okay, here is what I need to get done. And then being able to have somebody else keep you accountable by having like an accountability partner or somebody within your company that holds you to what you say you're going to do and be and is able to like challenge you and keep you doing what you're going to do. And then from that, having some sort of metrics to track yourself, track your company and understanding which ones matter, which ones don't. And then from there, just being able to grow. Like those are the things that I would love to be able to do. And that's really what I see a lot of people focus on. People focus on those things and success comes because those are the right things to focus on. So that's what I am looking at doing right now. I mean, it's it's just those sort of things are what can really help you, can really raise your chances of success. You're not guaranteed success if you do those because anything can happen. I mean, you see all the time, random either like changes within the economy, random changes with government, like whatever can really affect a business because it, it can just really change the way that that business operates, can really change the way that the the economy, like if the economy dips, it can change the way all businesses operate. So there's a lot of, of variables that go in. But the one thing that you can always make sure and change and make sure to benefit positively is the variable of yourself and how you're going to run your business and how you're going to affect your business. So that's what I'm looking at right now. That's really what I've been focused on. And the more I can build those sort of things, the more I can get to that passive stage where not everything has to be passive. Obviously, I want to work in my business. I still want to work every day, but I would like to be able to make money without having to worry about what if I want to take a week or two weeks or a month off. And there's various reasons I could do that. It's not like I want to be lazy, but there's a, there's a time and place for taking a month off. If you have a loved one that's very sick, there's a time and place for taking that month off. If you want to go on a crazy vacation with your family, there's a time and place for taking a week or two weeks off or even a month off. Those are things that are once in a lifetime opportunities and, and for different reasons, both positive and negative. If somebody's sick, you obviously don't want that, but it is a once in a lifetime thing where you may be able to only spend that amount of time with that person before they pass on and you wanna be able to take advantage of that. So, and that's not something I have to deal with right now, thankfully, but it is something that could come up in the future and I just wanna be able to do what I wanna do with my life and not be stuck worrying about how it's going to affect whatever I need to do or whatever I want to do, how it's going to affect my my job, how it's going to affect my income. I want to be able to know that no matter what happens, I'm still going to be covered because I did the right things in order to build a business that can run without me and doesn't crumble the moment I leave or have to go do something else. So that's what I'm working on right now. It is a lot sometimes, but I think it's important to just focus on the step-by-step process and figure out where you want to be and then go go there by breaking it down into smaller steps. So that's what I'm working on right now. Hopefully that helps you guys out. I'm going to get going. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday and we'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a great day. Peace.